Welcome to the Cyber Nation Uncensored Podcast. We welcome all Chumbas, Edge Runners, Vault Dwellers, Wastelanders, Spice Traders, and Space Folders. Thanks for joining us. Please give us a great review and also be sure to join us on both YouTube and Twitch. We'd love to see you on a live stream. Thanks again. See you soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And we are live. Hey everyone, um, let us know if um, you can see us and you can hear us. Tell us um, um, if anyone's muted. Lovely. Lovely. A little hard for them to tell us this, um, uh, there's problems if I can't see the chat. Uh, Rob says we sound good. All right, so technical um, uh, technical issues. Um, let's see. I guess we'll have to get this fixed on, on um, uh, after this session. Um, ev hello, everyone. This um, I am your um, uh, your GM for the night. I'll be the um, uh, a chronicler. Um, Chronicler Raven, um, and I've brought to you my cast of High Riders. Uh, everyone, um, before before we introduce uh, everyone introduces their characters, uh, can you um, introduce yourselves? Tell us where you can find us. Um, find yourselves on on social media, and we'll start off with Tracy. Tracy or Steampunk 007. You can catch me on Discord or Twitter mostly. Um, and I mean, right now this is the only AP I'm playing in, but I got a lot of other stuff going on. Some um, circus-themed bard coming out for 5e really soon, like probably next week. And um, working on a project with Rob on something. I'll let him break the news eventually. Uh, and, you know, uh, oh, and I am now, uh, pro-GMing on Start Playing. You can catch all my stuff on my link tree, so if you want to look into any of it, check it out, um, or just ping me, and I'll, I'll share whatever. And uh, take it away, and Juicy. Hey, I'm Juicy Garland, I'm a Boston-area drag queen and super nerd. 
I'm excited to be here. Uh, I've done a bunch of one-shots, but this is my first long-form game, so I'm really excited. You can find me on Instagram at juicy.garland and on Twitter at juicygarland, one word. And Kelly. Uh, hi, I'm Kelly, um, or you can call me Kiwi. Um, this is actually my first time streaming, so, you know, this is very exciting for me. And uh, you can find me on Twitter at uh, WasteKiwi. And Johnny Drop. Hello, hello, everybody. I am Johnny Drop, uh, which is the name you can find me over on the Discord under. Uh, you can also find me here uh, on the CNU uh, Twitch. Uh, other Sandman3096 in the chat. I also have a SoundCloud over at Arxen, if you'd like to check that out. And I am stoked to be here. And we're, I'm very glad to have you. Um, so, um, this is uh, our High Riders campaign. It's been a long time coming. Um, this is going to be a, um, a, a blend of, um, uh, of cyber, um, uh, the 2020 uh, Deep Space and um, 2077 um, rule set. So, um, what, I've what I have envisioned is um, uh, something... Um, uh, you guys will be working um, over at a Mars colony, um, and uh, you. Sorry, excuse me, nerves. <laughs> Let me just give me, give me a minute to compose my thought. So we um, uh, we've been discussing um, uh, five different possible options for your show uh, for this this stream. Um, it boiled down to, um, a rebellion, um, proposed to by, um, our own Tracy. And, um, uh, um, a, a scenario that I had set up, which was, um, uh, decommissioned, uh, de decommissioned, um, uh, Starship Scrapyard, um, uh, workers. So... This is where um, our story will um, will be set in. Um, our our story it pretty much takes from ideas from today's um, technology, where we have like three D printing, er, um, uh, pretty much whatever we need, and uh, um, other um, uh, other genetic cloning technologies and whatnot. Um, Johnny, drop. Uh, Go ahead and kind of give us an idea of um, your, um, the character you've chosen. Uh, yeah, so I will be playing uh, uh, Grayson Scalise. He is a, a solo. Um, I haven't rolled for any of his uh, life path yet. I thought we could maybe do that on stream. Yeah. Uh, just because that's always fun. Um, but yeah, he, he's, he's sort of a... Uh, uh, a gun for hire. Well, ideally not a gun in in the context of space, um, but uh, you know, a, a bounty hunter for hire. Um, he's got a bit of a mysterious past that uh, will slowly roll out over the course of our campaign. Um, 
he's you know very skilled in the the martial arts and uh you know uh getting up in there and getting the job done take taking him down uh you, you mentioned that um, you wanted to kind of bring a Spike Spiegel kind of aspect to, um, to the character. Right, yes, yeah. I think High Riders, I think space cyberpunk, and the first thing that pops to mind is is sort of a cowboy bebop type character. And that's um, what I—that's kind of what I, um, what I thought of when, um, when I was kicking around the ideas of bringing, bringing the High Riders to, um, to Cybernation. Uh, yeah, so that's that's what we know about Grayson uh, at this moment. Okay. Um, let's see. Tracy? Yeah, so um, I'm planning on playing um, Valeon uh, Alastor, who, or Bella, who is a media... Um, High Rider and very, very anti-corpo, anti-power, you know, like, destroy the system sort of uh, media. You know, a little bit closer to, like, a propagandist who uses a lot of um, Facebook to get my uh, message out. Okay, so um, uh, how was he feeling towards some, uh, like, the cor uh, corpos and like that? Yeah, man, from... Well, um, uh, what, what I was gathering in um, in our um, uh, chats of, um, uh, for pre-generation, you were um, uh, you sounded pretty angry about that. <laughs> um, I'm fine with like corpse aren't the problem, but mega corpse are definitely problems. Like so, smaller businesses, mom pop businesses, cool. You know, you're just belters out there making money, right? And um, you know, some corpos can be okay. I mean. Depends on what they're doing, but corporations are bad, and government, yeah, I don't like that stuff. A uh, little bit of an anarchist, uh, so yeah, uh, you know, been burnt once or twice by the uh, the system. Okay, and you were talking to um, uh, to Kelly about um, um, about doing a um, uh, originally. You guys were going to do um, uh, two two rockers. Yeah, so I was originally going to do a rocker. Um, I didn't really want to double up on the, the rocker um, charismatic impact thing. Um, and my original idea was actually a rocker who actually branches out into propaganda, i.e. media, um, to help like spread a rebellion. So I figured I'd let Kelly do the, uh, the front man part, and uh, I will, uh, you know... Help uh, stir the shit while we're at it. Spread the fiery message, right? Exactly. Got to get the got to get the information. It's just I'm just telling you truths here, you know. Okay. Um, so Kelly, um, tell me about your initial ideas about um, uh, bringing your your um, character. Um, well, a character is um, the Astra Glimmer, and like. Uh, like you guys mentioned, they're going to be uh, the rocker boy. Definitely uh, have having a very like anti-corporation, anti-government vibe to them too. Um, they're gonna they play a, the violin or more like a fiddle. They that they've probably played most of their lives, and they really want to like use their music to really get their just try and get like their 
their message out there, just, you know, take whatever, kind of like, anarchist, like, taking down the government kind of message, like, definitely feel like uh, me and Tracy's character would get along very well, even if we're not, you know, doing the band, you know, that we, I'd want to be able to use, like, their media influence, like, just get whatever I can out to try and change the world with music. And what um, uh, what kind of um, um, rocker are you? Um, I mean, most of this, like, I kind of view them as kind of a little street musician-y, you know, because they're small time now, wanting to be bigger. Mm-hmm. So they probably mostly, like, play in, like, the streets and small clubs and all that. Um, um, but what's, well, what's your kind of niche, your hook, as far as being a rocker? Are you a vocalist? Are you a... Um... Oh, right. <laughs> Sorry. Um, probably, my, probably lean was going to be, like, more, like, just playing music, but, you know, I do some, probably a bit of a vocalist, too, you know, need the words to have the message, so a bit of a vocalist. You can, you can sing and play violin a bit, I Uh, think. That's, I can't. Yeah, that's what I was, that's what I was trying to coax out of you. What kind of instrument were you going to, well, were you going to bring to your, um, uh, your concerts or your, your shows? Yeah, it's going to be kind of a violin fiddle going on okay you can definitely get behind that the um, uh, the ideas we were kicking around were pretty good <laughs> and um uh, juicy um what kind of character yeah, yeah. so uh i wanted to play an exec uh li- maybe a little bit of inter-party tension but i see her as thinking that all's fair in love and war and her participation in the corporate world is mostly war rather than love um, I, I did go through some life path stuff last night trying to figure out who she was going to be. So Melody Kincaid, uh, grew up wealthy, but lost it all in the cataclysm that made Cyberpunk Red. And I see her trying to get hers back, uh, just from the corpos who ruined her life and her family, right? Mm-hmm. So even though she may be an exec and she may be playing the game, I think it's her way of extracting as much as possible from people who would abuse all of us rather than just sitting there and taking it. So that's sort of the vibe I'm going for. Okay. Um, excuse me, everyone, but um, uh, this is for, um, uh, this, um, uh, the rocky start was because due to nerves and this is my first, uh, first time um, captaining a, a campaign. But, um, um, uh, throughout gameplay and like that, um, uh, there's some um, uh, there's um, things that make uh, players uncomfortable and stuff that I I won't bring to the show, stuff like um, child violence, um, uh, and so, uh, violence uh, violence and cruelty um, to domestic animals or uh, like um, uh, favorite animals um, that um, uh, that people tend to to like, but. Definitely, um, a violence towards um, um, like created monster type and uh, um, uh, like wildlife that threaten the crew. Um, we won't. T- uh, we will. There'll definitely be a lot of um of uh, vulgar language, um, har- uh, and um, like sexual innuendo 
we won't go into um, into in depth like Rama, like Rob um, says in his videos. Um, we uh, we will allude to it, but we um, we won't um, we won't we won't delve any any further than just alluding or suggesting to stuff that happens. Um, we uh, we'll, we won't make fun of um, at least I won't make fun of um, uh, mental illnesses or disabilities to um, uh, uh, that people may may have. It, it'll be um, uh, um, uh, covered with, um, over in like description of how characters are and interactions. Um, are there anything anything that um, you choose not to um, uh, have brought up in the campaign? Things that make you uncomfortable. Uh, starting with Johnny. Um. Yeah. Not much outside of what you've already stated. You know, um, violence against uh, children, animals. Um. Some some more of the vulgar sexual stuff uh, in in way of non consensual. Um, but but aside from you know what uh, what's generally um, brought up in the lines and veils, I, I don't really have anything extra to add. Okay, and um, juicy. Yeah, I don't really have any hard lines at all, but I totally understand the need for veils, especially in a public setting. Um, so I'm fine with whatever lines and veils other folks have, but there's very little that'll push me over the edge. Okay. Uh, how about you, Kelly? Um, pretty much anything you already said, like violence against animals and kids would be it. So I think you've already stated it. So that's about all I would have. <coughs> and Tracy? Yeah, I mean, you guys hit a lot of it. Um... Things like child abuse, sexual abuse, or assault, those are things that I don't really want around. Uh, bigotry, uh, animal cruelty. I don't mind violence against animals. I know, like, d, &D you kill wolves, right? But, like, you don't be mean to the wolf, you know? Um, and um, in terms of veils, um, I think the only one that you guys haven't hit is um, suicide. I'd prefer that not be too explicit. Um okay. It's fine to, to hit on it, but like, you know, lightly touch on, yeah, light, um, I recognize it kind of, um, if it, if it's an NPC that I'm trying to, um, I, um, that I'm, uh, telling you that, um, they're feeling a certain way and I want you to interact with them and see how, how you do interact with them. Um, it, um, yeah, that's about as far as we'll go. But um, like ex um, ex scenes of extreme violence, like um, <laughs> how far do you take it, and and like that. Um, let's see. Also, like when when I talk about um, um, sexual innuendo and like that, um, what I'm what I'm kind of getting at is like if I, if one of the NPCs or um, um uh, say are trying to hit on you in a scene. How um, how do you react to that? And if it's same uh, if same gender or or whatnot or just some um, someone that's in, uh, a character that's intentionally trying to um, um, 
get a rise out of you as far as like making you uncomfortable. For me, like a certain uh, scarecrow. (laughs) I mean, for me, like violence. There's, I mean, there's not much on terms of limits, and it's hard to gross me out. Um, uh, My mom's an ER nurse, and I've worked in hospital. Like I've seen stuff. It's you know, you're not gonna you're not gonna make me like lose my life. Um, In terms of like sex, it's more like um, if people. It's more like I don't want explicit sex acts. Right, like so, when when we get to that point, fade to black, come back later, you know, sort of thing. But um, um, I don't mind people hitting on like me or whatever or anybody like that stuff or you know the horny bard. Every team's seen one of those, so right. you know it happens. Uh, so it, it's more just like I, I don't <coughs> want to get overly explicit when it comes to like you know. Uh, the end part of it, you know, the uh, role play, the woo, whatever. That's cool. Okay. Um, so as far as character generation, um, speaking to all of you, like how far have you gotten? So at least for me, I ran through the character generation process uh, last, last night to really figure out who I wanted to play. However, uh-huh. it's easy enough to sort of walk through the choices, walk through the dice rolls that I made. I actually kept really like clear notes so that way I could do that. Okay. So um, um like have you completed your character? Almost al- almost, yes. There were a few things I sort of left undone. Uh and nothing for me is really set in stone. I it really depends on what other people want to do as well and I'm totally happy to negotiate exactly what I kind of picked and went through with. Uh uh-huh. largely because I wanted to know who the character was and the character creation process gives you that okay um how am i out of the the three remaining um how far am i have you johnny tracy and kelly have got how how far have you guys gotten uh yeah i've just sorted out my equipment and clothing armor all that i haven't done any of the life path things because i thought it would be fun to do on stream this time um, so yeah, b- backstory-wise, um, there's still a lot up in the air based on, uh, how I roll. Okay. Tracing? Uh, for me, um, I've done a chunk of my life path. Um, it was more trying to, like, Juicy, figure out who I wanted to play and everything. Um, but there's also a chunk that's left open for us to play with. So... Um, the particular elements that I had in there, um, is that, um, uh, Vela was a, a child of Corpos who, uh, had a, um, some sort of long-standing feud with, uh, other people. Hasn't been determined. That's can be up to you on how you want to screw me over. Um, but, uh, Basically, their parents got sent out to, like, a really far-out deep space kind of, like, platform or something to administrate, maybe as mine colony. But they got thrown out into the boondocks and, like, um, where there's no extra positions for their kid to ever grow up and be part of the corporation. Um, And so I just screwed around with the uh, Belters a lot and, you know, went and caused trouble, that sort of thing. But... um, 
Um, eventually, it came and bit us in the ass when somebody, um, I think, sabotaged the platform. Um, I don't have evidence. But the whole thing started blowing up and going down, and everything was terrible. And in the end, Vela and one doctor made it out, and Vela was extremely burned um, and barely survived. Um, and um, the doctor saved her with uh, some enhanced antibodies and um, skin weave nanites to try to seal up the uh, wounds. And um, then she got billed for like $30,000 for the life-saving care, and the doctor got fired for wasting resources. Um, and that's when I got radicalized, um, is I came back with like the bill and started you know, screaming about it on Facebook and like that sort of thing. And so I, I've set a couple pieces down, but I don't have like a lot of that stuff in there either. So we should still fill in. Okay. Uh, how about you, Kelly? Um, I think kind of like similar to what, what uh, Juicy did. I did a bit of a last night kind of like ran through the life path just to kind of get um more of an idea of kind of where I was going with my character. Um, but I don't, I wouldn't say like fully went through it. There's stuff that was like, I was unsure about or just like, but also be fully willing to change depending on how, you know, what other characters are doing and stuff. Um, I haven't gone, like I looked at gear and like weapons and stuff. And it's like, it's like, I want to wait a sec on that because that's a lot harder than just, than, uh, you know, background stuff. Right. Um, it's a good thing you did because, um, um, a living in space is different. Um, like, like I said in our Discord, um, Terran handguns are frowned upon um, heavily. You will, um, uh, if you depressurize, or you intentionally depressurize um, a habit, uh, uh, a hab in a populated area, you are more than likely going to um, be rounded up and summarily shoved out an airlock. So, um, uh, in, in, um, uh, our fantasy grounds, I'm, I'm loading up, um, alternative, um, uh, weapons that are, um, uh, more equivalent to the, uh, to the deep space campaign. Um, and they still pack a punch, but, um, uh, they're, they're not as, um, uh, bound, they're not bound to depressurize, um, um, any hab uh, hab habitable areas. Uh, from um, uh, what I've um, uh, skimmed over, a lot of um, uh, a lot of weaponry is um, hand to hand and short range. So, uh, let's see, who wants to go? Um, uh, who wants to finish? Um, start finishing off their character as far as their life path. Volunteer, Bueller. <laughs> I guess uh, I'll go first. Alrighty. Um, let's see. Have you done any of it, though? Uh, I've done the generic life path. I haven't done the the uh, role specific life path. Okay. 
So, like, um... Let's see. Your background stuff like that, like starting from the beginning? Yeah, like the, the what kind of solo are you, I think, is the, the start point where I need to finish off. Okay. There we go. All right. So, um, yeah, what kind of solo are you? And roll a d6. Do you have a, you have a, um, a, a meat space one? Um, what did you? Oh yeah, I can use my phone. All right, so uh, I got a one. So I am a uh, bodyguard type solo. Interesting. And what is your moral compass like? Uh, Grayson will occasionally slip and do unethical or bad things, but it is rare. Okay. Um, what is your operational territory? Hmm. The whole city? which might not work in this context? Well, I mean, um, uh, being, uh, like, as we're seen as how we'll be starting off on um, uh, the Mars side of the gates, um, pretty much the, um, uh, the Mars colony. So anywhere, anywhere above and below. Um, cool. Yeah. So, so I, I have thus far mainly been operating on the Mars colony. Okay. And who's gunning for you? There is a, a booster gang out there um, that I have gotten into the bad graces of uh, through my through my work unintentionally, but but now they are uh, kind of uh, trying to trying to get rid of me. Would you like to elaborate on that? How um, what exactly you did? Uh, yeah, so let's say um, I was hired to uh, rescue someone's daughter uh, who had been kidnapped. Um, and in in the process, uh, I wound up um, having to put down a few, um, few of the higher-ups in this booster gang. Um, so I successfully rescued her, but, but now I'm kind of having to look over my shoulder. Um, which is which is possibly why I link up with uh, the other edge runners here and um, kind of stay away from from the Mars colony. Okay, um, would you see yourself like um, kind of being down on your luck or in between jobs, um, working for this um, or work, uh, working for this strip yard that um, someone uh, that. Either you'll be working around or or whatnot. Um, I I wouldn't say I am down on my luck, but I definitely 
try to have the appearance of, of being down on my luck so people don't ask too many questions. Just try to keep to myself and, and live within my means, try not to be too flashy, dress a little more frumpy. Kind of dress down, so you... Right, right, right. Okay. When I am on the job, though, I do have a nice suit that I like to wear. All right. Um, I'm trying to locate something real quick. And I freaking lost it. Okay. So. Um, how about Juicy? We'll, um, we'll go with... With... Yeah, yeah. So um, I started off with uh, my personal life path. I started to figure out who I was and where I came from. Uh, uh, the dice told me that she was from France. Mm -hmm. She's going to be a bit intellectual and detached. Uh, she aspires to high fashion, but is still in business class. Um, and her, her personal affectation is going to be nose rings, which... I have some jewelry on the way for playing later on down the road. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be absurd. Um, outside of that, uh, she's going to keep her hair neat and short. Uh, and what she values most is definitely money. I think she's always trying to accrue more power, more sort of <laughs> presence in the world around her. So money is the thing she's going to focus on as her major motivation. Um, but she's not totally cold. She, I think will like almost everyone she comes across unless they prove to her that she shouldn't. Uh, so overall, I, I'm building this sort of fun person who's really dedicated to their goals, which I'm excited about. And then for her role life path, uh, she's working for a financial corp, and she's in public affairs and advertising. So I see her trying to like send out and control messages and that ties in well with the the sort of theme of propaganda that we have going on. I think she can take those skills from work and pivot out to undermining corpse in the meantime, whether it's to her advantage financially or not. Uh, her corporation is on a national scale. So for us, I assume that's more than just the colony on Mars, but it right. have a further reach within, within, you know, space stations out in the belt, stuff mm -hmm. like that. And then sort of for her role, some of her major complications center around interdepartmental sort of competition. Uh, the dice told me that <laughs> there are competing divisions which are feuding with each other in the organization, and that's going to get in my way, uh, in the way of my success as I'm advancing throughout my role. Um, and additionally, I haven't put this together yet, but being an exec, I get some kind of assistant. So. I was thinking I would take that assistant into a corporate espionage direction, uh -huh. and his name, I think, will be Jonathan. Okay. Could it possibly be our very own Johnny Trapp? <laughs> I sure hope so. And you know, the thing I think of most when I think of Melody is I think of shoulder pads. I think that's the direction she's going to go aesthetically, is shoulder pads. She's more shoulder pad than woman at this point. <laughs> you're kind of you're kind of bringing Fair it enough. back, huh? <laughs> Every day. Okay, um, but as far as like the um, the the role, um, um, 
your roll path or have you done Emma? Yeah. okay yeah so um like i said she's an exec so she'll be focused mostly i think on making connections for the team trying to make sure that we're keeping our house in order uh leveraging better deals when we get jobs handed to us that's the sort of thing i think she's going to be doing for the team well what i was kind of get, um, going going uh, getting at was the um, uh, what kind of corp um, uh, do you work for yeah you covered that part um what division do you work in did you roll that yeah, yeah. So, uh, like I said, she's in a financial corp. Okay. And she works in public affairs and advertising. Okay. Um, how good is your? Uh, how good or bad is your corp? Uh, oh yes. So it was willing to bend the rules to get what it needs. So a, a standard corporation is sort of my interpretation there. It's not terrible, but it's also not benevolent. Okay. Let's see. Who's gunning for your group? Oh, yeah, yeah. So that's the interdepartmental feuding. It's different divisions within the organization. Their feuds are getting in the way of, say, the marketing division. Or I might be in public messaging, but, say, marketing hates the stuff that we've put out, so they're constantly undermining our messaging so they can take more credit for their computers. Credit and funding. Yeah. Kind of like... Um, I the um, steel brownie points or whatever from um, from each other. From, uh, I kind of like the idea of attack social media managers. Okay. So basically how I see um, your character coming into play is pretty much um, you're either funding or handling this, um, this stripyard business. Um, it's either um, not um, either somewhat doing well, kind of like borderline, or um, uh, they're like constantly losing money um, and cost uh, costing you like uh, man uh, man hours, and you would probably be sent um, uh, sent over to manage or properly manage um, uh, the this this business and oversee. Excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna turn this ship around. Okay. Um, how about Kiwi? Um, so, when I went to go into the life path to do cultural origins, I went with kind of the Eastern European, Polish kind of thing. And um, style-wise, kind of went with figure like the more like Bohemian style, mm-hmm. mostly because um, I have. They are definitely a little down on their luck. I went with the kind of the, like, not, I don't want to say they're totally homeless, but they, let's say, don't always have a good place to sleep. So I felt like the more bohemian style made sense because they don't always have the best access to clothes. Now, they're stylish, but they don't have the best access to everything because of money. Um, with the affection of never without, I figured. Tattoos, probably pretty heavily tattooed person. Uh, I rolled for the thing I valued most. I got a brother, or a brother or sister, and kind of with that, I felt like uh, kind of a background of like having maybe a brother that they didn't have, like 
lost or was no longer around that they were look like they're like looking for or missed or had some sort of like tragedy happen with that with their sibling. Um, okay. Let's see. I'm gonna for like the Frocker boy like specific stuff. Sorry, I'm gonna grab my books next to me. Uh, I think I already mentioned that I was gonna like musician was the type of rocker boy. Um, I guess a bit of a solo act right now. Let's see goes that. Um, and yeah, I do probably with the street doing uh, gorilla performances and like the CD bars is where they would perform. Uh, gunning for my group. Uh, I went with the old group member who I probably did wrong in the past because I try to, I want to be a good person, but sometimes, you know, were they, have... were they not performing well or are they outperforming you? What, what was the deal there? Um, probably said, probably not performing well. And I just, you know, got, eventually got upset and I was just a jerk to them and kicked them out and now they hate me for it. Now they're just a little bit salty about it. Yeah. Maybe those, um, they may be starting up a rival band. Yeah. Try, try to steal freaking venues from you. Yeah, try and steal some of my thunder away, you know. Spread, um, and, spread, mis uh, spread like um, bad news, like, oh, um, uh, you booked them, really? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, something, something probably like that is what, you know, this person would do to me. <laughs> All right. And Tracy. Yeah, so um, for my general background, um, I mean, my cultural origin, I consider myself Belta. Um, or, you know, something akin to that, if you're not using that term, but, um, that I've spent enough time out in deep space, you know, areas that I don't really consider myself like Martian or anything, mm -hmm. um, or from earth. Um, so you said you're, uh, okay. Well, what kind of media were you again? Um, so I'm, I'm going kind of space book influencer activist sort of thing um so um spreading spreading stuff you know through social media essentially to try to uh stir the shit okay that's where i focus um personality um uh vela's uh confident but uh prone to excitability uh can be really smart at times but when when my heart gets into it that half the time goes out the window like, um, so get, get, to, get, get in trouble sometimes, but, um, let's see, clothing style look and everything. So I have short, uh, I have short curly hair, tech hair that's done up with, yeah. um, uh, blue and green usually. Uh, and then what I have is kind of a, uh, Kind of a, a like a black skirt with um, with fishnets, and the there's kind of like those little like side opening window things, and you 
Bella is seriously scarred from the from the uh, incident, all the way from her leg, all the way up across her uh, up across her chest, and all the way like. Um, and Vela actually has started tattooing the scars with light tattoos so that it looks like blue and green flames licking up, starting at, a, at their leg. And right now it just kind of comes up, um, you know, just, just above the waistline. Um, and then for a top, uh, they wear essentially what looks like, like kind of a chromed out, like almost outline of like your rib cage. Right, so it looks like your ribs there, but then like the flames are licking up under the ribs, um, and so it kind of looks, you know, almost like I'm barbecuing my own rib cage or something. Um, and so that's kind of kind of their style, and the, the, the tattoos can be kind of, I don't know, disturbing to people at times because they're actually tattooing up the scars and using the scars as a basis for like building up the the uh, flame tattoos, and so probably looks a little kind of weird if you get too close and look carefully. I like it. Um, and then... Did I just cut out? No. Alright, because my Discord's being weird. Uh, I can't see any of y'all, but whatever. It's um, a Friday. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> All right. Um, so let's see what I value most is a sibling that I lost. Um, and I value love, uh, probably towards my family or, you know, those that I've lost. Um, I mentioned I had an exact background. Um, so I'd rolled some of this and I got a drift nation, which is where I came up with like the Belter workshop thing. Mm -hmm. Um, um, and it was uh, torn apart by Family Feud. Let's see. Life goal is to gain power and control. Um, Vela may talk a lot about a movement and being like, you know, we're joining together and we're going to, like, overthrow these corpses. But um, Vela also wants power for themselves. Okay. Um, everybody does. Okay. Um, so you mentioned that you rolled up a, a Drift Nation. The way um, I kind of um, um, think of that in uh, translating to space setting would be like um, um, nomads took over uh, took over a transport ship that um, uh, that runs back and forth um, uh, between um, uh, Terra and and Mars through the gates uh, through the gateway system or like um, um, around the gateway system depends on. Um, uh, what they're feeling, and um, uh, it would probably be um, uh, pretty massive. All right. So that would probably um, uh, uh, like cross between a, um, a huge freaking transport, um, um, a starship, and a space station. Enough to right. enough to enough to um, uh, to house like freaking. Several hundred freaking family members. Yeah, yeah, that 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 can work. I mean, I still have like the exact family background, but I'm sure that they can get stuck out doing stuff or watching product or going back and forth or whatever. Um, and the whole purpose of the family feud thing was kind of like they just got stuck on the worst detail possible for an exec. Um, and um, I just kind of ran around causing trouble because um, that's what I do. 
Okay. Uh, and I had not like so media. I had figured out how what I do, do but then um, I had not actually done the how ethical you are. Um, oh, no. I guess I did pick propaganda there. So I guess I'll roll for how ethical I am. Let's see Let's it. Find Let's out. hear it. Inquiring minds want to know. Number three will occasionally slip and do unethical things, but it's rare. You have some standards. So you're some you're somewhat principled, but um, for the most part questionable. I mean, yeah. I mean, I might stretch things occasionally, and I mean, if you already know they're guilty, is fabricating evidence really that bad? It's horrible. It's downright horrible. How dare you? <laughs> it's only bad if you get caught. Oh, I think we'll get along. <laughs> <laughs> Seem to have a right, um, a right, um, a good bunch of rapscallions. Okay. Uh, see, hot, um, so in hearing your your backgrounds, um, how do you guys see each, um, each other, or knowing one another, aside from just like? Working at the strip, um, uh, at the starship, like strip yard. We know, uh, we know how Juicy's character would fit in, uh, would fit in a place. Fixing up everyone's messes. And complaining, <laughs> and, and looking down and uh, scowling and complaining at them all, uh, all the while doing it. Maybe I think she gives service with a smile. And that's the most infuriating thing. <laughs> yeah, I think um, probably no one really knows Grayson that well. They're just they they know of him. They see him around um, at at the the scrapyard. Um, but for the most part, he just keeps to himself. Um, but you know, not in an unfriendly way, just like a. Eh, he's quiet. We don't really, we don't really bother him much. But we're not like on bad terms. Does Grayson have any piloting skills? Uh, no. Also, <laughs> oh, he prefers to be carted around. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I like to keep it classy. Get me a chauffeur. <laughs> La uh, <laughs> the best budget um, a transport's available. <laughs> Brought to you by Juicy's character. Hold a few strings, Stuff falling off the freaking ship. It's good. Just jump in. All right, and um, uh, Kelly's character. Um, how do you see yourself fitting in? Kelly? Is there sound out, maybe? I don't know. Kelly? She says she thinks, thinks she froze. She froze. She froze? Not frozen on our side. No, I see her moving. You see you. Hello. 
It's gremlins. It's definitely gremlins. He's having sound issues. Yeah, should we just come back to her? Yeah, well, go ahead. Uh, Tracy. So, um, I feel like that I probably have spent some time with um, um, Kelly's character. Um, I was going to put a couple points into playing instruments, not be good at it, but um, uh, try to help out a little bit with the band thing. And we're both really social people. Um, if I work for Juicy, then Juicy probably knows me because I'm the guy who always acts like he's working and never does. Uh, I'm, I'm a social pain in the butt, and so, like, I hang out with people and talk to them, but, I'm like, you know, they're moving big stuff, and I'm, like, sitting there, like, handing them a wrench, you know? Like, I'm just, like, you know, um, so... Quick, the boss is coming. Time to look busy. Exactly. Um... Uh, I'm not particularly technically inclined, um, nor am I inclined to really learn how to do that stuff. And I'm not particularly inclined to do a lot of strong physical labor. Um, um, in fact, actually, Vela uh, um, is pretty slow moving with like right now I have a four movement. Um, and I'm thinking that um, they have um, a significant limp from um, the, their injuries in the past. Um, and also I have low body, which I'm kind of figuring is also the same thing, that the uh, injuries have kind of had their toll. Okay. Kelly, have you fixed your mic issue? I think so. Um, I feel like I missed some pieces, like fro- like everyone was frozen but except for me, and I was like, well, that's not right. But everything's back now, so it's all good. <laughs> um... But I think I think uh, I was trying to think of how like I relate to probably everyone. I think we already talked. Like I said, me and Tracy probably get along. You know, you know, I like using his his media skills to play my music, get my music out to people. Um, I feel like I probably would. Uh, I I don't know if we mean Juicy would be particularly uh you know close. Um, mostly because like. I don't feel like I'm probably a great worker at this place. I feel like I'm there to earn money and I'm doing the literal minimum I have to to uh, not get fired. So I don't know how I don't know how she, she probably wouldn't feel too great about that or me just like not doing much. I'm not sure how um, feels, but Juicy loves malicious compliance. <laughs> you got a crack team of um, uh, workers here, Juicy. Well, I kind of figure like part of my like avoiding work is probably taking the boss out for drinks once in a while. Like, I, I got I got your beer, you know, every couple times, just enough to like keep you off my back. Like, oh, she's pissed at me this week. Let's let's go and like get you a couple beers, and like it'll be good for a couple weeks. Um, would you social yeah, I, I, <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead go ahead Johnny uh, I, should, I should clarify I, I um, with the with the bodyguard aspect of my life path I probably just work like front end security at this at the scrapyard um, and then you know my gun for hire stuff is, is more of a side gig okay, okay. so that's 
that's when everyone kind of interacts with me is, is when they just come through the front door. Okay. I feel like I probably would have, like, tried to get, like, some conversation out of you and then just just kind of, like, wouldn't wouldn't really give in. But I'm I'm often trying to, like, really get to know you. You're just, like, not not letting me. Yeah, yeah, he keeps it vague. He doesn't, he tries to not, I mean, he, he's not, like, cold about it. Like, you don't get an unfriendly vibe, just like a, I don't know you like that vibe. <laughs> just so, enough to keep me asking you questions. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, yeah. How satisfied would you guys be, Emma? Do you think your, Emma, your characters are working for this place? Oh, oh, I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. This, this is oh, just to yeah. lay low. Yeah. This is just to lay low from from that booster gang. Just just to to have something to keep my head down. Oh yeah, I don't love it. I I definitely love my extracurricular work uh, more so. This is definitely a springboard for Melody. Like this is not where she stops. So it wouldn't take much convincing for any any one of your characters to. Um... Like up and take off somewhere, and start and going going to business for yourselves. If the price is right, yep, exactly. Okay, that. Oh yeah, I, I'm just looking for my break. Like eventually, I can monetize my Facebook, and then I can stop this stupid job. <laughs> okay, so yeah, that's that's what I'm, uh, I like to hear. That's um, uh, that falls in line with what I have in store. Um, we do have a, um, a, uh, an absent character who is um, absent due to um, a, um, a, uh, other uh, pre-existing obligations. So we'll hear more from um, uh, from Vampire Bites next um, uh, next Friday um, when we uh, when he introduces his character uh, their character. So um, that might um, uh, that might more more come into into play with the. Um, the theme of what's um, uh, of Stardust Memories. Okay, so um, I gave you guys um, a brief overlook of what I saw, or what what I envisioned with um, for this campaign starting off. Did you all get a chance to read it? A little bit, not enough. Okay, so yeah. Okay, um, I'll cover it for the audience so they have an uh, they have an idea as well. The year is twenty seventy seven. This campaign takes place in the newly independent Mars government area of responsibility. A lot has changed in, um, uh, since the first missions to the Red Planet, seeking to start a colony in hopes of escaping the inevitable decline of Earth's um, uh, Earth or Terra um, uh, natural resources and life sustaining availability. Blending real-world advancements as inspiration, as well as um, ideas from um, cyberpunk-related movies, and um, like 3D printing, from everything to um, uh, 3D printing everything, um, from organs to aviation um, to airplanes, cars, starships, um, genetic. Editing slash modification to adapt to inhospitable environments, magnetic force fields, um, force field technologies to shield um, spacefaring ships um, from cosmic radiation have taken hold and helped with advancements in medical and technical industries. 
the creation of um, a jump gate, um, FTL, faster than light travel. Technology has greatly improved um, uh, space travel as well as an exploration and commerce. The jump gates have been, um, uh, become a neutral protected resource agreed to upon by both Terran and Martian governments as well as um, agreed to by neutral, um, uh, the neutral Jovian colonies which was um, uh, the Jupiter mission. Um, in my campaign they're kind of a, a neutral party, they haven't chosen a side yet. Um, any aggression towards the gates is dealt with swiftly by these um, uh, these agreeing um, uh, government bodies. The corp um, uh, corporations are allowed to conduct commerce between worlds, to um, uh, trading resources collected from the stars and sold um, uh, back on Terra between um, uh, in order to facilitate um, a trade. Even though that um, uh, the um, uh, the two main governments are are kind of warring factions. Um, uh, corporate um, uh, business is kind of like um, gray area. They're allowed to operate because they kind of fund everything. Tensions between Mars is quite strained, um, stemming from skirmishes. Um, uh, let's see, between the Terran and Mar um, uh, and uh, Martian governments, uh, rebellious groups of high riders in the fall of 2022, um, uh, uh, 2022, eventually leading to Mars, siding with the high riders and. Um, uh, at the turn of 2025, due to Terra's heavy-handed tactics and quelling unrest amongst civilian and private sectors from being, from the beginning of um, uh, the time of Red to the pre um, uh, to present date, concessions have been made, um, uh, ha or concessions have been proposed and agreed to upon, um, um, all due to corporate mediation between the two warring governments. Um, gang warfare is also ever-present. Uh, leaving Terra does not mean leaving um, uh, leaving behind organized crime conflicts between competing corporations and over resources shipping lanes and rights to provide services also remain constant um let's see if this weren't enough um uh, to keep things interesting negative sentiment towards allowing leg uh, leg legitimization of artificial life has sparked an um, uh, unrest among the high riders way of life a recently self-aware android, which this will be an underlying um, a theme of the, um, uh, of the show, is um, um, sentient life. What di um, uh, what dictates um, um, life? Or um, so. Um, a recently um, self-aware android has stepped forward into the public eye, calling attention to this debate. Whispers of the one and the Neon Church have spread like wildfire throughout the colonies and stations, even back to the um, populace of Terra. Um, uh, support and terror have begun to build with the development of Soul, um, of Soul Killer and the emergence of, uh, and the emergence of, goals, uh, of ghost life trans, um, transition technology. Are now, um, and now the Neon Church paranoia has begun to... Um, uh, begun that devices created to aid humanity have become, have come to usurp humanity's right to the natural order of things. So that's kind of um, where uh, how things are and the way of life is right now. And um, that, um, that question as far as um, 
AI life and how you guys feel about it, how you guys handle it, will be um, left up to you. I do. Um, I did create an AI character, or an AI NPC that you guys may may or may not may not um, interact with. And it just depends on if the situation's right. If you guys do run into them, you'll hear of them now. Uh, they'll be in. Um, they'll be in the, all of the. Um, all of the freaking garden pages and tabloids from here. Um, pretty often. This sounds super fun. I love like gritty space opera vibes, and this is serving me exactly what I crave. So thank you. This is gonna be great. Um, we'll, well, uh, we're also gonna um, uh, like I'll I'll probably talk about it more on the, um, uh, in session in session one. Um, um, but they're. Actually, let me pull it up now. Sorry, one moment. I need to locate it. I talked about this brief um, um, uh, with um, uh, with Stink Palm and um, and Vampire Bites. But um, so, what makes this also kind of homebrew for me is um, I'm I'm adding new skills. Um, one of them is still kind of in um, in discussion, so we won't um, we won't even talk about that yet. But um, I'm adding in a skill called ambidexterity. In um, games I've been in and games that I've seen, um, it's also covered in um, in one of the Chromebooks. So I'm kind of um, I'm bringing my 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 flair my my take on it, um, the the skill of ambidexterity, which is uh, which I define as natural or artificially augmented ability to pick up and wield um, and um, items or an item or weapon, be it melee uh, or be it um, ranged or melee, um, can be wielded um, or that can be wielded single-handed. Those with this skill gain a plus one when rolling attacks or defending. Um, equal, uh, equally, those not possessing this um, skill will suffer a negative one when attempting to perform um, dual wielding um, actions. Um, whether or, uh, whether or not I use it, um, uh, I use these. We'll talk. We'll discuss it and see if you guys um, uh, um, are are would be open to using the, um, the these um, uh, this new skill. So, initially, um, after after reading that, how do you guys feel about that? I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Seems like a very yeah. cool skill to, well, to add to the game. Because in in the in the rule um, in Chrome, they um, uh, they have something similar, um, and like from um, uh, from me having combat experience actually and. And um, uh, using it real world, uh, it uh, when I saw people uh, when I heard about people dual wielding, like you see you you you, um, uh, you read in D and D or you you see in D and D and like that, the average person off the street picking up um, uh, two pistols and trying to aim it at a target, you're gonna be lucky to hit the target with the with the second weapon. You you yeah you're more than likely gonna be able to hit it with the with the one that you're most confident you're competent with your dominant hand. 
But the second one, you're is good luck in my opinion. You're not gonna, you'll be lucky to graze the target. So having this or taking this or having the skill chip uh, would guarantee that. Um, the other thing that I bought it um, that I brought in, it's pretty basic. It just covers um, uh, like um, starship tech. So. Being able to repair your um, your starship and like that, it's pretty much it goes hand, um, along the same lines. It can be used in lieu of um, of um, of um, aircraft or um, uh, rip aircraft repair or whatever. Um, then the final one for now, um, I'm 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 taking it from Savage Worlds. Is um Benny's? Have you um any of you um, um dealt with Savage World the Savage Worlds deal um a rule set? I have not. Okay. No, I have not. Okay. So in our game, we deal with luck. Luck um it um it influences your dice rolls. You can't use it on roll specific abilities um and whatnot, but you can use it um. um to improve your your hit, yeah, your your probability of hitting a target, right? So with bennies, um, uh, bennies are um, bennies are tokens um, uh, provided to the players for um, a good role playing. So if you have um, a, if you have like a character flaw, say um, uh, you you have a disability, uh, you have a, um, a deformity or or whatnot, or some type of um, uh, something that detracts from your character, and you're playing up to it, then um, I'm more than likely gonna um, uh, gonna award that to you for good role play. Um, let's see, um, allowing them, uh, allowing UPCs to redeem a token to re-roll an unfavorable di- uh, unfavorable dice roll and to change their um, uh, change your fate. Once a Benny is awarded to to each um, uh, one Benny is awarded to each player at the start of um, of the session, which expires at the end of the session. With one additional Benny awarded to a single player, ex- um, uh, for exceptional gameplay determined by myself. Additionally, the extra Benny will only be awarded to the player that has already been um, uh, already used their initial token. And cannot um, uh, cannot be used, and, and it can't be used in succession. So you can't spend your um, uh, spend your initial Benny, and then spend another one to correct um, uh, something um, to correct unfavor- uh, an unfavorable role that you already changed. Follow. Yes, I think so. Yep. Yeah. It can also um, um, minorly um, uh, like. Um, uh, in the game, we can also uh, like for channel points. You can um, uh, we can have like um, the favorable or unfavorable type actions that the, that us as uh, U.S. players or um, uh, the chat can influence games, or the way the the way things turn out, um, like a character death. With a Benny, something that should have killed you, you can um, uh, you can use that as a um, uh, as a a life changing thing, um, uh, something that should have killed your character, you can like um, change your fate in order, in a sense, to 
survive something that was that would have killed you. The reason why I'm bringing um, why I'm kind of bringing the, this into play is because um, um, life in space is very um, uh, uh, very crucially hazardous. <laughs> You, um, uh, you are very likely to say um, uh, be traveling around in um, uh, in um, uh, mid mid travel in space from um, one ring to another, one planet to another, have something go um, uh, that needs to be repaired on the outside of your ship, and a mini um, um, uh, like meteorite storm hits you, or um, uh, starts showering your ship, and um, uh, you get caught outside. And it could um, uh, possibly kill you. You spend that Benny, and you you were either able, um, uh, able to think of something that stopped you from going outside initially, or finish your repairs and get back inside before um, uh, um, before that event happened. So, um. Is that something that um, uh, that you saw, uh, that sounds like you'd want to use? No, yeah, that's cool. It's, yeah, it's kind of like the, the luck in uh, the Fallout uh, TTRPG. Right, and um, uh, I took influence from that too, um, uh, from Fallout and from um, uh, from Savage Worlds. So uh, initially, when I when I brought uh, when I uh, I introduced it to to Tracy and Vampire. Um, it was going to be more than that, but, um, it was brought, uh, um, it was proposed to me that that might be, um, misused or, or, or overpowering. So that's why I brought it down to one and one. Sweet. Yeah. I, I love it. Okay. So. Sounds awesome. All right. Uh. So some um, uh, some inspiration I took from from um, Rob's um, games is whenever he convenes um, a new team, a new show, he likes to um, uh, he likes to name his teams, and I kind of like that idea. Um, I, I kind of uh, I'm wanting to to keep with keep with the tradition. Do you um, uh, would you guys have any um, an initial idea? Um, uh, We'll have to balance, uh, we'll, we'll bring Sean in, or Vampire Bites into um, uh, into this, but um... people been have been questions already. Like, chat, yeah, yeah, people have been popping off in chat. Team Vibop. <laughs> I mean, from chat, I like um, Team Stardust or um, Team Space Punk. <laughs> okay. What do you guys? Um, what do you think, Johnny? Uh, Non-serious answer: Space Force. Um, <laughs> I, I kind of want to keep. I kind of want to stay. Um, I keep away from the campiness of um, of super troopers. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I, I made a few suggestions in chat, like Team Cosmos. Um, but I, I, I really, I don't have a. Solid suggestion. Yeah, kind same, of like, I had suggested the Void Stalkers trademark uh, <laughs> in chat, but I was mostly goofing around because that was so dramatic. 
Oh, I don't know. I kind of liked. I like space punk suggestion. I thought that was. I think that sounds pretty fun. Okay. What were you for, Tracy? I mean, I, I kind of like the uh, space punk or Team Stardust. Um, there's also they mentioned Star Punk. I don't know if you like that better than space. Team Team Stardust like, is uh, pretty uh, pretty fabulous. Okay. I, yeah, I love the movie Stardust. To it. Okay. It's got glitter inside. <laughs> it goes it goes a little bit hand in hand with the with the initial start uh, stardust memories so um i uh, i'll put that in the hat um space punks is a good um is a good runner anyone else in chat have any idea or um have a suggestion that you'd like to put for we could be the star runners that popped into my head Hey, Shinobi. Star Runners. So, okay. Space Bunks, Stardust, Star Runners. Star Yup. <laughs> team Rocket. Team Rocket? Definitely <laughs> do not want to be a Team Rocket. I don't know. Do you guys want to run around with, with, a, big, um, with, with a big freaking capital R? Like stenciled across your chest. That is not that. I'm Jesse. <laughs> uh, Team Solar. Okay. Team Cyberspace. Are you a group of netrunners? No. <laughs> We're not playing Shadowrun, so. <laughs> so. You could have been a team of netrunners. I gave you that option. <laughs> freaking steal is stealing freaking tech from each other all the time. Just a hot potato. Okay. That's a pretty good list. Right. So um, we'll mull it over um off cam. Um, I can probably rope in um um rope vampire. Um, in chat or uh, in tech, uh, kind of chat offline to um, see what um, what he uh, what they would want or what they would be pulling for. Um, so kind of um, I kind of have a pretty good um, idea of um, the team makeup. Um, are there any any uh, anything uh, any comments or anything you want to um, put forward to the team? I think one question I have just to pick your brain as the GM. Yes. Uh, so thinking about different inspirations you're latching on to, what are some references for tone that you can think of? For tone? As far as like um, um, kind of um, movie reference, kind of going to like movie references or? Media references that are informing how you're constructing this world. Okay, so I'm pulling um, um, like flair and feeling from like stuff like um, um, Blade Runner, Battle and uh, Battle Angel like I said. Um, uh, let's see, Oblivion. Hmm, I forgot the Matt Damon movie that I just watched. Where oh, it's Elysium. 
I, I was just going to watch that tonight, actually. The grittiness, uh, kind of a um, the grittiness feel of it. Um, a question, um, something that, um, that I should ask you guys is um, how gritty and how um, how down and dirty do you want this? Um, um, like, um, your um, your characters, like as far as like um, when it comes to um, mortality. There's so many things that um, uh, that that can cause um, uh, cause a character to to, um, uh, to expire in space is not it's not even funny. I believe in character death. I think it helps me get into the stakes of the game when I know that it could end. Right. So I. So I you you prefer to have like. Sc- okay. Good. Sorry. No, no. I just I find characters more precious, uh-huh. and I find when I can get into their head and think about their mortality. I have a more fun time trying to figure out how to get out of a pickle. Okay. You want to have a little bit of skin in the game, kind of. Okay. Yeah, uh, Grayson is very much of the mind, like, you know, the clock's going to run out at some point. Um, But in the meantime, doesn't mind getting down in the dirt and and doing what he can to to get by in the meantime um but also you know with sort of dry sense of humor rooted in um you know the impending end of his mortality okay sort of laughing in the face of death okay um uh... Tracy had some um, uh, some ideas originally for a storyline that um that were were pretty good and kind of a little bit on a little uh, in my in my view kind of a little bit on the funny lighter side of um of things and I um, initially I um, I was thinking that um like I said I um I kind of want want to avoid from uh, I like uh, keep from this show being something like the equivalent of super troopers in space it can be funny we um uh, we definitely um uh, when we were when we did nomads johnny and like that we had some freaking hilarious scenes and 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 also just um uh, and also in um in fallout asia which is on hiatus thank goodness i thought it would i thought it ended um but um we can have light-hearted scenes and um uh, and I'm not against that. So, um, we'll see. Um, this looks like it'll be a pretty fun, um, a fun campaign. Uh, yeah. Let's see. It's all about finding that balance. Yeah. Which which just comes from, you know, playing with a uh, all of all of you. It will just kind of fall into it naturally. Especially as we like get to know each other more, and as we get to know each other's characters more, we'll grow more comfortable in just being the character, and I think that will drive both drama and comedy. You can do both. There's no reason you can't. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, they're they're important because you can't you can't keep building tension forever. You have to break it at some right. point, and it could be celebratory, but like a lot of times, it's just a little bit of comedy, and it's like, okay, now we ratchet it down. So we can build it right back up, and well, then you get screwed over. But you know, okay. uh, I'm down with all that. I mean, I played in Cap's campaign, so. <laughs> you know. 
I mean, I, I, uh, I'll probably have a uh, backup character made by next week. <laughs> <laughs> that might uh, that might be a good idea. Um, I'm not. Um, I'm not. Since I'm new to this, um, it, nothing will be personal. I'm, I pres- um, I think of it as I provide you with um, a theme and. Um, uh, like situation and what you guys, um, what you, um, you all do with it as players determines um, uh, whether or not your, um, uh, what exactly happens to your characters. Um, something that I did want to bring up is like, um, uh, well, actually, okay, so, um, I, uh, like, I would like. Yeah, man. To when you guys are are portraying your characters on um, uh, in the scenarios, to um, kind of own your characters. If you um, if you're gonna do an action, um, instead of saying, "Oh, um, my character does this," um, uh, I would uh, I would kind of prefer. Um, like the improv role, you take on your character. You are your character. So, like, um, if I if I ask you, um, and, like, you're walking down the hallway and you see them, um, the two gunmen, um, uh, freaking moving into your, um, uh, your target or whatever. What are you gonna do? And instead of saying, "My, um, uh, my solo will do this," I, um, I kind of like to hear, um, along the lines, like, "Okay, this is what I'm gonna do." Does that sound? Does that sound cool? Or does that sound too asking too much? That's good. Uh, the one, the one place where I might shift from like the in-person thing is occasionally like the social things. Like I have characters that are smoother than I am. Like it's sometimes hard for me to think of how to well, like do that. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But but you know. The only reason why I ask that is like um in, um it's like it just seems like um if you can own your character why wouldn't you you um you're coming on this you're you're coming on to take on um take on a different persona get away from your average day to day what you do for a living and you're escaping your reality I mean own your character um in my opinion um and the only time to kind of like where um where try to do that and um, only in situations where it's it would, it would be impossible for you to say um I'm doing this or like that um you of course you can revert to like oh um uh, they do this as a, as a form of description and that um it, it just um, seems like it um, it would fall into more of like immersion for me sounds good to me okay absolutely so um, I've got a pretty good um, a feeling about this, and I've gotten a little bit more comfortable. Um, I apologize again, um, and me being new to this, nerves and everything, and um, I do have a little bit of a speech impediment where I stumble on my words, and uh, I'm, I use like filler words, so apologies for that. Don't even worry about it. You, you've done super well. Just fine. <laughs> okay, so um, I think um, uh, we'll go ahead and close this session out. Um, I want to say thank you to my players. 
thank you everyone in chat um, for tuning in. Um, you can catch us here every Friday um, about this time, 5 to 7 p.m. Uh, 5 to um, let's see, 5 to 8 p.m. I stand corrected. Um, Pacific Standard Time and 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern um, every Friday. Unless um, uh, it's uh, it's listed in the in, on the calendar that we'll be skipping, um, come check us out. Um, also, on that same note, um, uh, fo- um, uh, check out Cyber Nation Uncensored. Um, thank you, Rob, for providing me this platform to bring my high riders um, um, uh, like to fruition, to bring them to life. Um, also, check out uh, each of my my amazing players, check out their, uh, check them out on their socials. Give them a look, give them a follow. Um, um, uh, we would all appreciate it. Um, let's see, is there anything else you all want to say? Thanks for having yeah. me aboard. This is my first time with Cybernation. I'm really excited to be part of this team, and I think we're gonna have a great time playing some cyberpunk in space. Hell yeah. Yeah, I am yeah. so stoked to be back back on the stream, back in the Cybernation Uncensored stream. It's, awesome. it's been too long. <laughs> been missing it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. It's, it's fantastic oh. to see okay. to see you, Raven and Stink Palm, and it is fantastic to meet you, Juicy and uh, Kiwi. Yes, welcome you to both. Nice to meet you guys, all of you. You know. Thank yeah, you, everyone. Uh, oh, okay. I want to say thanks to chat. You guys had like. A lot of good stuff in there, so deserves called out. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. This has been fun. Um, let's see, this is um, I have been um, a GM Raven, your um, a weekly chronicler of the High Riders. Look for us. Um, uh, catch us next week. Um, uh, this is us signing off. I'm going